0: Okay, we made it. Yeah. Barely. Hey,
1: you pushed the right button. You pushed a button, apparently. Yeah, but I
0: messed up a little bit. I didn't take us out of the stream. They got a quick peek at us before the credits started.
1: (laughs) What was I doing? Was I doing anything wrong?
0: Oh, you were. Oh, God. You were all good. You (laughs) were all good. Hold on. I have to pour myself a little something here to get myself through what I'm sure is going to be a difficult evening.
1: I, it was it was only a matter of time before this happened.
0: Yeah, but before we get into that, let's get into some other. Let's get into some pleasantries,
1: some just bon mots that we can toss at each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. How are you? Um, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Doing good. Everything's good. Uh, really anxious to get that second shot so I can start getting out there more and getting out of brooklyn yeah seen brooklyn i've seen it oh have i seen it this whole area this neighborhood that i live in i've seen so many parts of it now uh i've seen it
0: you've lived there for a long time but but you've seen a lot more
1: i've seen on i have had multiple chances to observe different streets and doorways and parks and benches and things yeah
0: yeah you could have done a lot of good photo essays yeah yeah how's how's by (laughs) you whatever whatever it's fine
1: um let's let's you know uh, we're getting stir crazy it's the end of the lockdown obviously we're 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 starting to stress about this just just need to get out of here but that being said, have you seen anything other than this? Have you seen it? Can we recommend anything to people?
0: I can I mean, recommend a new uh, series on HBO called "Mayor of Easttown," which is, is that the Kate Winslet. It's the show? Kate Winslet show. Uh, I think the, the acting is spectacular on on every across the board it's the kind of acting where you feel like you're you're um spying on people. Um and the writing is terrific too. It's just so what it's, you
1: saying, are those people are the is everybody naked on that
0: show all the time? <laughs> no, no, it's just every everybody's just so natural and 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 raw and and just un they're playing a lot of, a lot of unattractive characters, you know, and nobody's apologizing. Everybody's bringing a lot of honesty and humanity to these, these damaged people in this damaged town, you know, uh, very realistic portrayal of, uh, you know, of what a lot of a lot of a lot of this country looks like places that are that are downtrodden and not. It sounds,
1: it sounds really good, and you're not selling me on it at all. I'm
0: not selling you at all. It
1: sounds terrific, but the I don't want to is, see
0: it. No, the plot is is really captivating. Okay. And, and Kate Winslet is doing some spectacular work. All right. Um. Uh. A lot of people are doing some really spectacular work. Well, uh, great. What's it called again? The mayor of uh no ju- <laughs> mayor of <laughs> Easter mayor. Bridge. No. Mayor of east town mayor of east town yeah mayor is is kate winslet's character's name
1: oh there's a little interesting thing they do there yes yeah, with not a, a double horse. meaning yeah so but you'd think hearing the title that mayor of but east town is referring horse. to the person who's running the town so there's oh, an ironic
0: no it's not mayor it's mayor M A R E, mayor. Yeah, but you're saying it
1: right now to me, and I'm hearing it, and it you're sounds exactly mayor? the same as mayor. You, <laughs> if you told me the name of the of the show, Mayor of East Town. you have to admit that you are you are you're you you already know the answer, so you're front loading it <laughs> yeah, for yourself. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, I'm
1: telling you, I think it's a brilliant flip of uh, language, a little double think, entendre. I
0: didn't even think of that. Wow. I think I didn't think of it because the first time I saw it, I saw it written down rather than hearing it.
1: Well, why wouldn't it have been Nancy of, of Nancy Town of of if, if it
0: was her name? You're right. You're absolutely right. But let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to to people insulting us. Let's talk about that.
1: oh yes, you know i uh, I almost forgot that we were gonna do that that we had some oh, I, uh, feed we had some
0: feedback. I didn't um, forget
1: I will never well, forget. I almost forgot, but I didn't
0: okay yeah we we got a comment um
1: out of the v- v- vast number of comments that we get. We just get yeah, tons we're of mail. Gonna,
0: we're gonna pick this one out of the seven that we've gotten, maybe eight, I don't know, okay. yeah Yeah. um i don't know i don't i don't know that it's i should read it i don't know but he um what was interesting about this comment is he 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 was commenting on our our discussion of
1: uh well we don't know if it's a do we know it's a he or or uh, who who we don't know the person's gender all the
0: he calls himself sci-fi
1: art man. Oh, sci-fi so, art man. Right. That, okay. So imply, we can, we can assume perhaps that he is then a man. Okay.
0: Yeah. But maybe not. Who knows? We, we haven't met. No. Um, so, uh, there could be anything going on. Uh, and what's interesting is, you know, it, it, I looked him up and he's an artist. So he does sci-fi and fantasy art and illustration. Mm -hmm. and he's really good oh yeah yeah his stuff is really really good well good Uh, for him
1: i'm very pleased
0: (laughs) so he he should stick
1: maybe he should stick to that though i'm just like maybe that's what his specialty is
0: yeah well but also you know his specialty i thought a lot of the stuff he had to say about the movie was really, really good. Mm. and What was interesting was I felt like a lot of the stuff he had to say about the movie was, was in complete agreement with a lot of the stuff that we had to say about the movie. Well, you
1: know, I mean, wh- okay.
0: Yeah. And this... yet he, he felt it uh, necessary to lead off his comment with an insult to us. You got to just read, read what he says. Okay. He says it's worth seeing in quotes. Cause we said that. And then the little emoji of which I believe means sticking your tongue out at somebody, okay. And then he says, "What an elitist couple of phonies you guys appear to me, all right, right. So um yeah, we're elitist phonies, and i I think we're not. I think we are well, i take I, I, I think, take umbrage yeah, with that. It, I I think we're authentic elitists
1: i think i'm i'm yes i think it's there's (laughs) nothing phony about my elitism let's let's be honest yeah um Um, here's
0: another thing though before we go too far into it mm. i i went to look at the comment again before the show tonight and he deleted it which is um there was not no, there was no need to do
1: that sci-fi art, man. I, I doubt you're listening to the show because you, you, did not seem to, didn't seem to make you happy, which is totally fine. And I, am actually just kind of confused because although I was, I'll admit it, I was a little hurt by, by your comment, and you led with a pretty, uh, you know, you led, you led with a nice jab, and um, that's fine and uh, accepted. But then you went on to basically agree with everything that we had said about the movie. Except for except for
0: our feelings about James Coburn. That's the only place that we disagreed. Okay.
1: So so we've clear I think we've okay. established that he he's he, you know, probably a, a big James Coburn fan and took it personally. Or maybe it's James Coburn.
0: Have we thought about that? Wow. Wow. But then James Coburn would have gone to a lot of trouble to to put together a huge online presence as sci-fi art man
1: I haven't been following him though I wouldn't necessarily know if he was a painter or did other stuff
0: maybe he does maybe that's what he's been up to lately
1: well I I, I don't remember uh see the funny part is like I like James Coburn fine I, I I don't believe that anyone's ever accused him of being a comic actor I don't think that's ever happened so f- yeah. you know fighting for his place here I I, I look man i know i know when you want to fight for a you know sci-fi art man i know when you want to fight for what you believe is you know an, an unpopular but nevertheless an opinion that you really really seth please man save this for when i i made my point i'm st- i still huh oh. okay well, that so was seth, me. Says, I, seth says that he thinks james it. coburn is dead and i i yeah. think that now i believe he's correct but that I, was, I still think um Maybe it's somebody that knows new James Coburn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a lonely James Coburn well, wannabe troll.
1: Maybe. Uh, nevertheless, you know, you lead with uh, calling people phony. You're you're going to get some pushback about that because yeah. you know I am either I'm either a phony or I'm an elitist, but I'm not. It can't be both. You have to pick or choose one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I will accept either, but not both.
0: okay yeah how's your bujo have you been still uh up up with the bujo
1: my my journal my bujo journal is reduced to just a day a day of lists with (laughs) with dots next to it that i check off i mean it's not i'm not i'm not really utilizing the the bujo experience for all it's worth. I'm not tracking my habits. I'm not gratitude. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I grateful. I'm not totally ungrateful. For, I'm I clearly, at least according to my journal, <laughs> uh, you would look at my journal and you wouldn't really see me grateful for anything.
0: I don't do a lot of gratitude work. I use it mostly to, as a productivity tool, but I, I, I do still feel like it is, it is just about doubled my productivity, which I'm grateful for.
1: Well, you're still, yeah, you, you've, Yeah.
0: Yeah. There
1: you go. I don't see much change, though, is the thing. I mean, you have a new shirt on. You like? Do you like this shirt? I do. I do. And I think that we're both wearing blue, at the, which is weird because we never do that. And now we're both wearing blue at the same time. I could go get a baseball hat and put that on. No. Let's keep it the way it is. Okay. Um, have people have to know the difference between us.
0: So, uh, Seth Michael May also said uh, this. Which is a good transition into what we're here to talk about tonight. Oh,
1: oh. Well, Seth, um,
0: I'm glad for those in the podcast. I should read that. Seth yeah, May says I want to apologize for suggesting this film. Um,
1: that's that's very big of you, Seth, and and I accept your apology. I'm in a I'm a very uh, big mood today. I feel very big hearted and I'm going to accept your apology,
0: although. And I'm going to no. go out on a limb and say no apology necessary. Oh, we'll just start it right off. Let, let the battle begin.
1: Okay. We are covering a film uh, that we've been, we've been waiting to do this kind of movie for a while. Um, Cause Matthew uh, believes that I, that I have a hatred, a livid hatred of rom-coms. Which I don't think is really accurate, but that's how he's uh that's how you've kind of painted me, yeah. actually. Um I don't believe that's true. I think there are rom coms that I that I do like, but uh this one is called 27 Dresses. Yes. And you and, don't like it. Oh, we I'm haven't gotten there yet. I'm getting ahead out out of, out of yourself. Um, so this was please explain why we're here. What what's happening here? Why why has the show gotten to the? Why has this? Why has the show gotten here? How how did this happen? Other than Seth recommending the movie, this was there was a plan. I
0: wanted to do a a rom com loop with you because um, I thought it would be interesting to get into some territory where where I perceive you and I as being very different, Mm -hmm. Um, and and I will I will preface this by saying I I do think that many of my thoughts and feelings about rom-coms and particularly some of the rom-coms that we might be watching are thoroughly indefensible by any (laughs) standard whatsoever and yet and yet I enjoy them so I thought it might lead to some interesting conversations rather than just the two of us saying wow yes I loved it too and wasn't that cool
1: right Well, Well, nobody wants to hear us do that.
0: For you to ridicule me, or always uh, interesting and amusing.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) I've got my sleeves rolled up already. (laughs) Um, But so, okay. But Sethidor recommended us to see this, or he at least say told us to watch it. I don't know if he recommended it.
0: He said, "Well, Uh, he says his friend is the Flower Man, and he knew the director from high school."
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Well, okay. So here we go. We started off our rom com, uh, romp You know, romp with the movie that to me is neither romantic nor funny. So I don't know how. Is this is is this a rom com? I
0: actually don't know. I would have to ask you because it's, it's an it's an aspirant of of. uh Okay. Of the genre, it aspires to be a rom com.
1: Okay um It seems like to me, almost more than any other genre, the rom-com changes decade to decade in t- y- y- very much. Like you can really tell. I guess it's similar to horror in that way, where you can really tell decade by decade. Maybe what what a, I know you can with horror, the preoccupations of that decade all filter into that movie and. Um, Do you see that with rom-coms? Does this fit into a category of rom-coms?
0: Since, I mean, you're an expert here. I'm really... No, I, I'm I was, not an expert. I haven't done a study of this. I don't... Here's... here. Is This what I said to mom earlier today. I said, I like rom-coms. Rom-coms are like weed to me. They're my weed. I can put on a rom-com and, and go, eh... Hey, you know what? That is a, that's a, wow. All
1: right, I I um, I take umbrage with your assessment of weed. You, you clearly smoked <laughs> a lot that. of weed and know what you're talking about. I don't. Because that's that's every time I smoke, that's what I do. I make that noise. That's just what it's like. Wow.
0: Oh, it's gonna be ugly tonight.
1: Uh, I I no, it's. No,
0: I I like them because. Uh, well, okay, here. Um, I love formula and have always loved formula Um, and I love watching things good or bad where I, where I know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know if that's a character flaw, if it's because it, you know, maybe it makes me feel smart. Maybe I sit there and think, Oh, look how smart I am. Look at what an elitist phony I am. I knew what was going to happen. Uh hours before it happened in the movie um
1: so in a lot of ways the worse the movie is the better you feel
0: the better i feel and the more i enjoy myself Uh yeah um
1: not a lot you don't go to a lot of art films i'm gonna i'm just gonna go out there on a limb and say art film not your not your first stop no yeah european European uh, handcrafted art well, is not teaching, really your I teach thing. Film
0: at a very prestigious uh, film university, so I have. Oh, to I say, can tell. I have to say yes. I I see all of the art films, and I'm very up on on European and especially French New Wave, which is a phrase that I heard once. Okay, uh, great. So, um, so how'd you like it? How'd you like Twenty Seven Dresses? I think it's horrible. Okay. Uh I think it's a horrible movie. And yet I but I really enjoyed myself watching it. Okay. The the same way, like there there are foods that are, you know, like otter pops. I'm not gonna defend the otter pops. Gotcha. But I but I'll sit down and eat ten of them.
1: But you but see this is where I get confused because Whereas I clearly will go for t- way too far defending things that are not good, but that I love. Right. You are simply willing to on your, on your own opinion. show, just drop it and say, I don't really have an opinion. I, I just like well, to sit I do and go have an opinion. watch it. It's
0: a bad movie. <laughs> it is a bad movie by, I think any yardstick. I'm
1: going to tell you the honest truth. I, I almost didn't make it like this was the, this broke, this almost broke me and I almost had to stop. Wow about a half hour in, I really was like, I, I I paused the movie and I had to, uh, I really had to think about whether I could just, whether I could go on. And um, I can't say that. I don't know
0: why this is making me so happy.
1: I can't say that. (laughs) I can't say that Amelia felt any differently. Um, Oh, I wouldn't. My my lovely wife, we were watching the film together and, I noticed something about her, and I, one of the one of the many reasons that um, I fell in love with her and and wanted to marry her was because uh, she hates this stuff more than me. Like she has zero zero tolerance for it. Uh, she got angry at you for thinking that you had made this happen to her. I, I had I had to say this wasn't actually your fault. I didn't. I forgot that Seth that it's Seth's fault. But but she, I was yeah, trying. To, my
0: sister in law got angry at me.
1: She was ups- actually upset. Like <laughs> why?
0: Why why did you pick this?
1: Why what? She was upset. Um so I, I almost didn't make it and then I I I gathered myself um make that of what you will and I finished the film. Okay. Uh, holy hell. Okay. W- what's it about? Who did it? Why is it here?
0: <laughs> what's it about? What it's about is a uh, a young woman, Katherine Heigel, who has dreamed of her own wedding since she was a lost her mother as a young as a young girl. Um, and and then went to a wedding and and that's where she feels like she saw her purpose in life was she just loved weddings and she has helped she's not actually a wedding planner who gets paid for planning weddings, which is what I thought was going to happen, but she has planned 27 weddings for 27 of her friends because she's really good at it. And she loves them so much. And she's been in 27 weddings and she has 27 bridesmaids dresses.
1: First of all, I'm, I don't Did I lose. You already? Well, 27 friends. <laughs> what? People no. she knows. Okay.
0: 27 people she knows whose wedding
1: she's been in. Okay. So we have a completely obsessed person, like a completely, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, continue.
0: And, and then her sister, who's a vapid, selfish gal returns to town. And um, our heroine, Catherine Heigl is in love with her boss. But when her sister comes to town, she sweeps the boss off his feet and they're going to get married. And of course she wants her sister to help her plan the wedding. And she does. And at the same time, she has run into the uh, guy who unbeknownst to her is the guy who writes all of the style pieces on all of the big weddings. And he by accident ends up with her day planner and decides that will he can write a story on her and her 27 dresses that will finally break him out of just having to write the wedding fluff and turn him into a real
1: which when you think about it, when you think about it for 30 seconds is a stupid plan because if you're going to write the best piece on weddings ever written, chances are they're going to want you to continue to do that. Right. You know, far be it for me to start shooting uh, but this is a serious edit.
0: movie this is a serious movie because james marsden is as the journalist is interested in serious social issues like how uh corporate america is taking over the whole wedding business and he wants to expose that that's that's a serious issue that needs to be addressed no look
1: i you know Funny you mentioned Marsden because I I couldn't I can't I couldn't believe it that I was grateful for him at every single turn, because I honestly think I mean, look, I'm a big Judy Greer fan.
0: Oh, my God. Love Judy Greer. I was saving this. Sorry, that noise was me taking the cork out of my bottle here, to because clearly I need more help to get through this episode.
1: And I get upset. When I see I'm, I'm glad Judy Greer's getting paid for this movie and I'm glad Chloe Hesse got a couple of cents from our friend renting it, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know Judy Greer. I'm just a big fan of hers. And and you know, when She's you have perfect. somebody that talented, uh just clearly not know how to make this material work, I get I get upset. That's kind of like in a way what made me want to turn it off is because it just didn't even seem like the people making it
0: were having any fun. No, she did have my favorite moment in the whole movie, and she did seem to be having fun in this moment. I think representing all of us, actually. When I she don't got, remember, she got to slap Katherine Heigl in the face really hard. Uh huh. My favorite moment of the movie.
1: I I I guess I remember. Yeah, I I uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's it's funny because like I I, I just made a big thing about this on, on on the paranormal podcast, but I was like, I I really don't care usually that I don't like people in a movie. I don't have to. It's not a thing that I feel is integral for me to enjoy a film. I don't need to identify with the characters or feel like I'm them or feel like they're me. Uh they can be whatever they want to be. Uh, they can be morally bankrupt. They can be great people or terrible people.
0: I'm hoping and they I, are morally bankrupt. Those are clearly the people I want to hang out with. As we've yeah, well, that's your thing, involved. obviously.
1: But you know, um, there are a lot of people out there who like their movies and their TV content to be kind of filled with aspirational characters or characters that they they feel want you know that they want to be. I never was like that. I don't. I don't absolutely don't care just just I'm as interested in a movie with people I don't like as I do like and this movie I was like I just don't like these people I want then it really turned me off like one of the first times that I ever saw a movie where everybody it's just that kind of nasty nippy nasty tv kind of writing the snippy everybody's just kind of snippy snappy at each other yeah. and that's all it does it's just that surface kind of thing and it's faux, faux sentimentality and I I mean like Catherine Heigl's character couldn't have been less uh, I,
0: I likeable, didn't feel likeable? for her. Likeable? No. She's no, not likable well, at all. No but also Catherine Heigl to me is if you were like the biggest producer in Hollywood right and you said to your assistant okay or the casting director you said, I'm going to give you $20 million and I want you to go out there and get me Charlize. Here's $20 million. Go out there and get me Charlize Theron for this movie. And your casting director, your assistant went out and blew that $20 million on meth. So they only had like $70 left. Mm. So they had to go to big lots to get your actor. And they'd come back with Katherine Heichel and say, <laughs> Here, this is a version,
1: okay. Um, no, I got I, you know, I don't know, not being a TV watcher, I don't really know Katherine Heigl, not being a rom com watcher. I guess if you, I don't really know her work, is what I'm saying. So, you, you do now, well, I okay, is this indicative of what she's always like? I don't, I wouldn't know, yeah. Um, don't really not responding, but I, you know, I, I, I hear she, um. What was the show she was on? That was uh, I don't know any Grey's, of this. Team. Grey's Anatomy. She was on Grey's Anatomy. That's right. And then she um, left that show thinking that she was going to be a big movie star. Huge. And it, and it, Seth Michael May she fired her makeup person just to see that she could do it. Is the rumor okay? Well, rumors, rumors especially from Grace Sandra Smith Catherine Hickel doesn't play the most likable character especially from Grace Sandra Okay that's yeah. that's interesting I I didn't know I don't know her flavor I don't know what she's what what her persona is so uh, you know I but it I wouldn't
0: be likable Well in I just sport.
1: had no I I didn't I couldn't understand there just didn't seem to be any reason to make her not likable like there it was absolutely no reason for it I, I and and normally it does like I said it doesn't bother me but this just was like I think I didn't. I couldn't care less about their their interests, the way they went about them, her long suffering shtick. Just, I mean, I is this what it's all like, man? All can't be. Times? it can't no. be. No,
0: I've all seen a few. Are not like this.
1: No. So can can I ask a question in your in your mind? Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of comedies, like for instance, anything with like Kristen Wiig movies. I, I love her right. stuff. I love Bridesmaids, but Bridesmaids is not a rom com, right? That's a comedy. Yeah,
0: I called that more a comedy.
1: That's a buddy. Com- that's like a dirty midnight it comedy.
0: Have, it ends up having a romance in it with Chris O'Dowd. But so do, it's sort yeah. every comedy. It's
1: every comedy. I mean,
0: but it's not a rom com. No, it's not a rom
1: com. It also has less moralizing in it than most rom-coms and comedies that they make in this country which i appreciated but it's always there too where i'm like every every comedy has to have a half an hour of saccharine fake sad our friendship's over and i'm sad and then i've learned something about myself and we're going to share it and none of it's relevant none of it's actual or meaningful it's just for some reason we've got to stop laughing for half an hour for fake characters to come to marginally moral conclusions maybe that's unfair
0: uh no i don't, I don't think it's unfair i'm feeling I, uh, yeah. i'm feeling so bad for having again enjoyed this movie that i will not defend and that i think it's a horrible movie what did you enjoy about it other than you're, I know, oh, okay, I let's differentiate.
1: Talking. You enjoyed your experience because you had 10 op- popsicles with you and you had, you were in a comfortable position and you, you didn't, you weren't doing things that you ordinarily would be doing that you didn't want to do, like paying bills or other stuff. You were, you were enjoying yourself from that standpoint. I can understand that. What else about
0: the experience did you enjoy? I'm curious. It has not. To do so much with this move anything about this movie in particular, as that, as as my kids will both tell you, and I'm I'm going to admit this on, in front of five people who are watching this show, <laughs> five and- <more> people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I am a sap. I I cried probably at. One out of three episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Um, so I even the end of this movie, I cried at, which has nothing to do with the filmmaking or the storytelling. It it's it's merely just somehow um, the the fact that in this in this horrible world and against all um evidence to the contrary as to how the world actually operates uh, even
1: worse things can happen on celluloid
0: <laughs> <laughs> no that 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 somehow as as bad and as horrible as this is that there's still this and and boy am i going to alienate you with this i know but still this this part of some people that want to believe in the an unadulterated fantasy happy ending i that's okay
1: i hear you i resent what you just said a little bit <laughs> um because i don't see what this has to do with happy endings that, that's not what i find I don't, that's not why I think this is a, a, a genre that I don't respond to. It's not the happiness or the laughter or the joy or the romance, believe it or not, because I'm, I'm a crusty guy, but I'm romantic deep down. I, I don't find this to be a celebration of anything but vacuous vacuousness. It didn't make me feel good. Maybe this that's ending, what I this, like. Maybe this,
0: I like vacuousness.
1: Okay, it's I, really I, hard I, to talk to you about it because I, you have this aikido ability. You just have this
0: complete no. I aikido I aikido ability. I, I to, feel like my 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 position is indefensible on any aesthetic grounds or intellectual or moral grounds. I, I feel like my, my enjoyment of it is indefensible.
1: Well, but you did imply though, there, there was something wrong with me though, that there was something wrong that I couldn't, <laughs> that I was dead inside or that I couldn't, that, I, you know, you did <laughs> oh. feel like there was slightly, slightly better people might like this more, get something out of this. If I, if my no, heart were no, bigger,
0: no, not, not, not better people. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so stuck i'm so stuck well i it, it, it's
1: it's fine i i guess i i you know you 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 i'm glad you don't feel passionately about this this movie this version can oh, you no. tell me give me give me a rom-com from from this deck from that decade so this kid this movie came out in 08 so from like the early 2000s a rom-com that you actually love and and feel is is like so this isn't a good version this isn't a good example but no, give me a good I one.
0: don't know if it's the same time period but I love uh I love Notting Hill
1: I think Notting Hill's earlier it is, yeah it's earlier but not um, a lot I mean like maybe n- late 90s or something Notting know uh, Bridget Jones's
0: diary is fun
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. There was a glitch in the Matrix. I'm back. I I, you, okay. Notting, Notting Hill. I saw in the theater. I yeah. remember seeing that one in the you theater. Tried. And and being... The, it won me over. It like did. I, I didn't go expecting to like it. Um, but honestly, I, I do like British comedy, kind of. So British rom-coms may have an edge for me because I love... I love British humor and when it when it's mixed in with the with the sacri- stupid rom-com tropes, I like it a little bit better.
0: Okay, well not a movie but How I Met Your Mother. Never seen it. You've never seen it. Cuz it's a TV I never, show. I had never seen it either. And when my my kids came to visit me uh and and we're hanging out one afternoon they're like, "Let's watch an episode of How I Met Your Mother." I'm like, "I'm not going to watch that piece of crap. What a stupid show that is." And they both looked at me and they said, have you ever seen it? And I said, no. And they said, well, watch watch the pilot with us. So, so then, all right, I'll watch the pilot with you. It ran for nine seasons. And I sat down and watched the pilot. And it was in the middle of the eighth season when I watched the pilot. And I think within a month and a half, I'd caught up. Because I loved it.
1: Um, okay. That's a half hour sitcom? Yeah. Network? Yeah, can we move on? Because I can't. There's no way I won't even see it. I'm. I know. But you, you legitimately. But you see, I should
0: see it. You're saying. Are you saying if I no, saw I'm it? No, I'm not saying you should see it. I'm saying I loved it, and I'm and I'm not going to okay. defend that.
1: You are hard to have a movie conversation with. You're very hard. It's hard to have a movie conversation. Not with
0: always you. about the about this particular kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's because it 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 puts a bandaid on some deep childhood wound. I don't know.
1: Wow. Okay, this is too dark.
0: <laughs> this is too
1: deep. Nobody in podcast land needs to hear us talk about <laughs> ch- deep childhood.
0: Wound. All right, let's move on to other things about this movie. Then, are there any other things to talk about,
1: dude? You movie? have to you have to take the lead because I'm going to show. You want to see my notes? I had note. I had, re- I was ready to go. Oh, wow. No notes. About 20 minutes in, I, I, Amelia and I had something happened and she said, wait, what? And I wrote down, how does she know? Didn't finish the sentence. I put my pen down. I was like, I don't even care <laughs> what I was saying. Uh, help me. Help me here. Help
0: you. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go into, um, there was a moment in it um, where I thought, oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> yeah, no, never mind. I thought at one point, I said, okay, they've, <laughs> they've jumped the track in a way that I don't think they're going to be able to get back, even for me. Okay. Which was when she plays the video at the rehearsal dinner and outs her sister, and the way she does that i thought was off the i i mm, okay i'm going to back up have they re have they cast the lead in this movie differently i think the whole experience might have been different um through a lot of the film and because i think the the setup is actually possible to make that setup work if we felt differently about the actor playing the central character. Um, but I find Katherine Heigl to be incredibly unsympathetic in every way. So I had to sort of, I had to sort of put like a little psychic cutout over her as I was watching the movie saying, I'm going to imagine this story with, with Joan Cusack in that role or or somebody see i think that
1: i i I hear you but i think judy greer is a great example of why that's not going to work because it's this movie is is death to a talented actor this movie would destroy a good performance if it saw one i I, I, honestly i mean if judy judy greer was like not happening in this film why
0: what i want you to so but where does that lie is it in the is it in the script is yeah. it in the, is it an underlying story? Is yes. it in the script? Yes. Is it in the direction? Yes. <laughs> 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 I mean, it is. I, I it is. I don't. I, okay, subject. Yeah, don't. See, that, that's where I disagree. I think the the seeds of the story work as a rom com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I okay. that 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 if 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 we handed this a lot of this script to to a to a to a more talented director and a and a different cast I think it could have been pulled off in a very different way that's true
1: <laughs> different people would have made a different movie and it would have been different yeah. um, <laughs> um, I mean I, I you know I mean honestly, um, the, 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 the whole, the whole, the wedding thing, and it's kind of discussed in the movie. I just feel like maybe that's something that's dated or something. I, I feel like the, that, that level of, of adulation of the, of, of the wedding industry
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and essentially a movie that's about the wedding industry and the wedding industry, I'm sure had a, all their products were, I'm sure there was just a lot of payback for the wedding industry Probably it's an ad for something that I don't really think is that great a thing, and I think it's selling a fantasy to people that can't afford it uh, most of the time and ruins their lives because they they do it they throw a party they can't that that is meaningless to them really but it's like so I, there's something about it that I find and I'm married I like I loved my wedding I love being married it's not that it's just that I loved your wedding too the modern you know, prefabricated concept of weddings. It's, it's just like, it's, it makes me kind of ill, honestly. And, and so I can't, I can't get behind like the attitude about weddings in the movie, I feel is weird, even though they try to, you know, (sighs) say like, you know, Marsden's opinion is like, she learned something about herself and grows up a little bit, but then they end with a wedding that's just as ridiculous as every other wedding in it. So there's absolutely zero point of view at all about what the subject is, and I feel like movies like this—they could be just—they could be funny or romantic, all of this stuff. They could be just ridiculous and fluffy and fun, but they could also have, you know, a viewpoint that's something other than a studio-sanctioned. It just feels like a, a product placement movie. So I I don't know what I don't I don't see the movie here is the oh. is the problem, I mean I don't I don't see I see a calculated little, mach, little worrying little whirring machine that's to, there to v- vacuum in money for, for studios.
0: I well, and I want to make you a promise. I'm never gonna make you watch this movie again.
1: Won't I won't but you know. <laughs> I don't mind this rom-com thing. I want to be pushed and tested. Uh, I just, I just, um, you know, I should probably come up with a list of rom-coms that I actually really do like. I just don't watch them.
0: Well, you, you mentioned one last week, but, but I don't think it's a rom-com. I think it's a madcap comedy. When you mentioned bringing up, bringing up baby, which okay. I don't think of as a rom-com. I think of it as a, well, it's a screwball camp.
1: It's a screwball
0: comedy, it's a screwball really. comedy. Yeah.
1: Um, but there are, there are rom-coms, I think, that you'd classify from that period that I like. I love Philadelphia Story. Is that a rom-com?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. But what Woman of the Year is an Adams rom Love those. Yeah. yeah, you love
1: those. If those, I would think Philadelphia Story, I think, is a, Probably. a rom I mean, it's an
0: exceptionally well-written rom-com. Yeah. But... And you know charade different time period charade is a thriller rom-com okay yeah or do you feel like
1: that I mean a rom-com something that really came into existence more in the in the 50s 60s or is that is that that like more like Rock Hudson and Doris Day did they kind of create what we know as the rom-com today Mm yeah, I don't the know template.
0: Enough, I don't know enough about the history, actually, but probably okay. sounds right to me. And then certainly, things like, um, you know, uh you've got mail and um sleepless in Seattle, sleepless in Seattle, and when Harry met Sally, okay, but you then know. you're
1: talking, yeah, so if those and I like those I mean, who who does yeah. who can have a problem with that? I mean, that's I mean, that's probably you're probably naming like, the 2001 the good one. of, of from comics, yeah, yeah. But you know, Yeah. this
0: is this is not though. And I would put this at the bottom. Okay. I, so I, I guess what I'm saying is that it is just a, I, I like the, the genre enough to enjoy even the horrible ones. Totally fair point. That yeah, I understand. You know, that's you know, that's what I'm and then uh, uh, you know to get away from you know the 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 good or bad of this movie itself, I do want to get into just some shout outs about it. Uh Bobby Clohesi. Always so always good nice to see Clohessy. Um Michael Paul, the actor who played Khalil the cab driver, I oh, thought yeah. was lovely.
1: Very he did a nice job. Funny he did a really bit. nice job
0: um michael mosley who plays bar dude who's who's virtually unnoticeable in this movie he's he's one of the guys in the bar who's really into it when they're singing and then he comes into the uh diner in the morning and recognizes them from the night before but he um he has since built a bit of a career playing psychotic bad guys and killers on a couple of shows um He played the triple K killer, Jerry Tyson, on a show I like called uh, Castle. And then he played, uh, had a long arc on Criminal Minds. And uh, his daughter killed me on Criminal Minds. Oh, she literally killed you. She literally shot me. Excellent. Um, But what I want to say about Michael Mosley, aside from his acting, is in the scene where I get shot, You know, I was closing in on 60 at the time, and I had to fall about 12 or 14 times without padding onto a floor with no mattress, or I just had to get shot and fall down. Mm -hmm. And after the first take, after I'd hit the ground, they call cut, and he walks over to me and sticks out his hand and helps me up, which was, you know, a nice thing to do. And he did it on every subsequent take. Came over, yo okay helped me up. And mm. I thought that was pretty cool for another actor in a scene to just like a mensch come yeah. over and do that every time. You don't always get that attitude. Not. Um Melora Harden, who uh who played um James Marsden's boss. I have a, a special place in my heart for her from her work on the office, I thought was terrific. Um and then um, other people I want to come call out in, in not such a nice way. I want to call out Malin Ackerman's acting teacher for never explaining to her that you do not need to slap your thighs for emphasis I- in a scene. That's, that's not how we convey strong emotion, by slapping our thighs. Okay. Um, Edward Burns, I just felt like I love him. Often, and i just felt like he so wanted to be somewhere else through mm-hmm. the whole movie yeah he like really looked he, like he, he wanted was, to be somewhere he, else he was almost looking at his watch mm-hmm.
1: i felt that about almost everybody to be honest i mean i'd like to give a shout out to to um somebody i, I just worked with actually uh, a wonderful actor and uh very funny lady danielle Scrastad, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Scrastad. Um, she played one of the brides in this. That one of the friends uh, who was getting married. Uh, uh, the one who had the one who she was helping with the dress when she had to pee.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that was.
1: very <laughs> a funny scene. That was a funny scene. Uh, Danielle's really great.
0: Brian um, Kerwin, I like too. There's something just sort of authentic and and gentle and genuine about him. Who? Brian Kerwin, the dad. Oh, the dad. Yeah,
1: I've always liked Brian Kerwin.
0: And then Um, an interesting appearance of Kristen Ritter, who's gone on to be huge in the Marvel universe as Jennifer Jones. Kristen Ritter played the goth, the goth girl. Okay. Not a lot. I was,
1: um, I will say though, that, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised with 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 James Marsden. I, I was ha- I appreciated his presence in this movie. I didn't necessarily think that I would. I I don't really know his stuff. I know he's he's in X Men movies, and I've seen a couple of them. I, I haven't really seen all of them, and I know he's been in some comedies, some like broad comedies. I don't really know his work, but I thought he was for somebody who was really miscast as a wedding writer about weddings like that. Yeah. I just didn't believe that. I thought he had a lot of charm and a lot of ease to him that um, that I appreciated. It's a little bit like he just had a little more energy, a little more commitment to being on screen than everybody else did that movie. And uh, I kind of liked him. How did you I feel about him? A
0: him? Lot. I, I don't know him from the X-Men movies because I don't, I'm not a fan of the franchise. I don't watch those. Or mm-hmm. I got to know him first was in um, another movie I'm sure you adore, uh, Enchanted. Um, the uh, the Disney Princess Come to Life movie. I have yet to uh, I have Adam, yet to see that film. But he plays he basically plays an animated Disney Prince Charming, who then comes to life. Oh, okay, and he throws himself into it, just really great. And then he's yeah. also on a, on a wonderful show with Christina Applegate and uh, Linda Cardellini called Dead to Me where he plays a, a really reprehensible guy cool, cool a shallow vapid reprehensible guy awesome. and, and does a very good job of it
1: well you know i mean that's that's really cool i'm, I'm glad you, you like to hate him
0: though because he can sing he can dance and he he's looks that way
1: obviously one of the yeah. better looking men yeah. in the, he the can business probably right really now play
0: ball, right? like he's probably good on the on the ball team
1: I'm sure he's an athlete I'm sure there's all kinds of things and he seems like he's funny and a sense of humor and and a decent guy guy. hate him hate him but I'm I'm actually like a fan that's that was a nice takeaway for me to actually see a movie where I got introduced to an actor that I knew I should have known and um now I'm now I'm glad I do I think he I'll 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 go to I'll go to something he's in to see what he does
0: you know Um, um Then I do also want to say something about the script that this one of the worst lines I've heard in a long time, strange as it sounds, I have had some really good times in those dresses. Weird as that may be. Yeah. Strange as it sounds, weird as that may be in the same, you don't need them both. Where no, do you, you don't. Why didn't somebody cut that?
1: There there are a couple of lines. I remember there were a few but I was in too much of a stupor to write anything down. I was just like, this movie sucked all the energy out of me. But I, I, there were a few lines that just didn't make any sense grammatically or that people didn't really think through. Mallon Ackerman had a couple that were just like, you didn't, that's not English really. You didn't, I don't know what you just said. Um, I, I, I found like, you know, the, uh, okay. Honestly, I was, I thought it was, uh, a little better shot than I was expecting. I like the lighting a lot. Turns out the camera person is a really good DP and um, Australian guy who did a movie called the R- The Black Robe, which is a really great, stunning, fantastic movie, like an outdoor adventure movie. Um, don't know what he's doing in romcom land, but um, some of this was a little better. Um, and then some of then and then the studio lighting came in. And it was horrible. So it was a real mixed bag.
0: What do you think of this shot? This was some interesting visual storytelling here. When when the sister and Edward Burns meet, and we have the classic, Oh my goodness, I'm caught in between these two people shot. That was special.
1: It was awful. I mean, the, the scene where where he, he proposes to the sister is one of the worst staged creations i've ever looked at i mean why Catherine hagel decides to be in that scene in that shop it all none of it makes any sense i was just i was upset i was upset to see judy greer be put through that yoga scene like it was that was such a off key awful just terribly written scene and it just shouldn't happen to somebody like judy greer and then, no. you know, I'm, look, I'm glad she got paid. She's, and she tried to make it work.
0: We should all yeah. get paid. All right. I think we should leave this movie behind. I'm happy to leave it behind. I don't, I don't even know. There is one other thing I want to talk about tonight. Um, somebody went to the trouble to have our father tattooed on their arm. what oh my god so there's dad wow pretty great great tattoo though huh
1: it's a great tattoo i love
0: Fantastic it tattoo. that was uh on instagram i believe uh i think it was seth michael may pointed that out to me that is awesome i've got to look for that yeah.
1: that's great pretty cool yeah really cool
0: dad's a tattoo it's the it's the scene for those of you in the podcast somebody tattooed on their forearm the scene from little miss sunshine where everybody is uh running to get into the vw bus because they had to push start it and now uh and and our dad is leaning out the door helping people get in that is really
1: cool wow
0: I bet somebody has a
1: tattoo of dad naked in a tree from catch 22, but that's Ooh, a different kind of tattoo.
0: That's, that's a whole different. I might have to get that one, but like a big back piece. <laughs> <laughs> what would be great is if, is if one of us got a dad naked from behind when he's getting the metal. Yeah, that, that would tattooed be tattooed on our back. Mm-hmm. So that was so that you're, that would be great. Two generations. You could look at two of genera- two generations of us naked at the same time, from behind. Who'd, and
1: who wouldn't want
0: that? <laughs> uh,
1: How about that? Would phonies do that?
0: Yeah, I bet they, you phonies. They, they would not. I phonies think not. wouldn't
1: do that. I don't I think.
0: think. Not. Um, and neither would elitists. So take yeah. that. <laughs> so- so what are we doing next week i think the field is wide open we can stick with rom-coms we can go in a completely different direction we could do whatever seth michael may wants us to do
1: (laughs) that's always a good plan um Look, I'm happy to keep on rom-com town, but it but we gotta you, you, we gotta do better. Your heart's your heart's got to be in it. You gotta fight for. You gotta pick one to fight for, even if I don't like it. We gotta have something. There's gotta be blood in the water. There's uh, gotta be some blood. Some blood. Because the- neither of us really cared about this one. I mean, it's hard. Like I, you know, it's yeah. Like I honestly, I, I would have turned it off on an airplane. Like I would literally have re- I would have just preferred to listen to somebody snore. I, I,
0: Yeah, I might have turned it off on an airplane. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. But but I still enjoyed myself. I hate to see... Did uh, you enjoy
1: yourself while you were subjected to the Benny and the Jets scene in the bar? Did that make you happy? uh, I felt like I had made a wrong turn in life when that happened. (laughs) One of the most grating, nightmarish... I'm supposed to fall in love with these two people because they did that and I'm like, there isn't anything happening here that I condone on any lo-. No. All right, you. Win. No Benny and the Jets, no on the bar, dancing around, screaming, singing to 20 locals. Nobody never happened once. Didn't ever happen. Not in a rom-com, not it's in a fantasy, happen. not in Enchanted.
0: It's going no. to happen in June with, with me and Bruce as we're driving cross-country. We're going to get up on the bar and See,
1: yeah that's a different movie and i would see that movie i would i would direct
0: that i would direct that movie but i this is a different movie okay so what are we what are what's coming up well
1: i mean obviously nobody's writing in nobody's telling us what in. to do nobody's
0: telling us what to watch
1: well i'm happy to um i'm happy to stick to rom-com i'd bra- i'd you know, I'd rather not. Let's I not I don't feel like it's our
0: wheelhouse. Let's not subject people to listening to this. We can talk about this off the air and okay. we'll announce what we're gonna do next week.
1: Um, should we do this? Would make Seth happy. Uh oh wait, no, I don't know because maybe he was gonna do that. Seth, if you're still listening, we may have even lost him. He probably wouldn't even be interested at this point, but I can't remember if he was gonna do it or not we could do let's do let's go back to 80s 80s uh action movies okay All or right. or or spy or spy stuff okay uh,
0: Patriot games
1: i that would be i haven't seen patriot games in a really long time
0: um um uh, d- 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 there's Patriot games. There's in the line
1: of fire. There's. Let's do in the line of fire. I haven't seen that in, in years. In the and line I like, of fire. I, okay. and that's, that was one I enjoyed. So I could totally see that one again. All right. In the line of fire. All right. Next week. Back in our, back in the sweet spot. Okay. All right. There we go. Are you disappointed? Not at all. Cause we, if you want to do Notting Hill, that's cool too. I haven't seen no, that no. in a long time.
0: No, no no we're good we're good in the line of fire next week okay all right i'll talk to you later all right man
1: bye bye